What's up, everyone? Welcome to this edition of Keep Watch Pass, your subscriber-only special content on the It's Not That Bad podcast channel. I am stoked to be doing this one because we are talking about Scarlett Johansson and the movies that she has starred in. And here to join me down ScarJo Road is my lovely wife, Carrie. Carrie, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Got my... Um, Black Widow hair style. All set styling. to go. Right? Now. Fiery red. You're not going to do like one of those like, you know, Hurricane Rana kind of, you know, lock your ankles around my head and spin me around, are you? That'd be fun. I, okay. That's for another show, isn't it? <laughs> that, that, that's for a much, much <laughs> different show. Way different show. <laughs> 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 right way different show but here's what we are going to do we are about to play a game of keep watch pass with movies starring scarlett johansson now here's how the game works we are going to go through her filmography and each of us has brought three films to classify as either a keeper a watch or a pass the keep film is the one that we hold in high regard the one that when it comes on when you hear the opening theme where you see that opening credits, you know, rather than hear the movie, all you hear is go, oh, the watch film is the one where, hey, great, it's on, it's all good. If it's on TV, you're not skipping it. You might even sit down through the commercials if it's on one of those fast networks. And then there's the pass, the one where it's either really bad or you tried so hard to like it, but you just couldn't. And every, every actor, has those kind of films and it's not necessarily a knock on the actor it's just a knock on the film but we're going to start with our keep so carrie what have you got my keep 100 percent is um i I've, i have to go with rough night <laughs> you know okay so um for our listeners if you tuned in to the christian slater episode i had mentioned very bad things as my watch and I really wanted it to be my keep. So this is kind of my, this is your redemption. This is my redemption. This is my, my, yeah, this is, this <laughs> is my, um, yeah, <laughs> this is my keeper. Um, because I really enjoy like the buddy debauchery type movie, like, you know, as opposed to very bad things where four friends go to Vegas on a, bachelor party um this one rough night you know they're celebrating scarlett johansson's upcoming nuptials and uh do they go to vegas i can't remember no it's miami miami that's right mm -hmm. so <laughs> so a very different set of um unfortunate events happen mm -hmm. to the girls this time um amazing supporting cast We've got Kate McKinnon, <laughs> who is just so much fun in this. Um, all the crazy. All the crazy. Like, uh, you know what? Scarlett Johansson was so incredibly, you know, she started out so sweet and innocent and what she was running for politics. <laughs> right. And, you know, by the, no, actually, you know what? She, she played it pretty even keel throughout, but um, the amount of, uh, Badness and craziness that happened to the yeah the ladies. I mean, she, so she, much fun. She played that very well in that she let the crazy kind of happen around her, um, rather than 
be directly crazy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she w- she was fun and she was, it, it's not necessarily the movie you would expect out of Scarlett Johansson. And I like the gender swap, very bad things idea. Plus, by the way, now if anyone says sad astronaut, the only reference is that movie. We have actually covered uh, Rough Night on It's Not That Bad already because surprisingly, it qualifies. So you actually took a movie that qualifies for It's Not That Bad and made it your keeper. That just shows how actually good it is. Because it's a very Carrie movie. Again, it's the buddy film that very bad things happen. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I just I really enjoy the road trip kind of movies um, where, again, like a group of friends not expecting amount of debauchery that's ahead of them and shenanigans <laughs> that happen along the way. Shenanigans? So shenanigans and debauchery. I just threw in like the best describing words um, ever. So there right. we go. Also shenanigans and debauchery should have been a song by House of Pain. <laughs> it should have been. Right? <laughs> My keep is probably not going to surprise you at all. Uh, I am going to go with arguably the greatest superhero film of all time, Avengers Infinity War. This, you know, the the, the part one of the two-parter that, that ended the Infinity Saga. Um, this film, like when you think about what it took for them to build up to this point, you know, in, in that whole saga, and then you get as many actors as you did. And ScarJo, like, I get that Endgame focused a bit more on her, but I think that Infinity War was the better film. And I will say, I remember when we saw this in the theater, and, spoiler alert, if you, if you don't know this by now, <laughs> you're like the one person who is, who's not gone to go see this. When everyone starts to turn to dust... And the theater was dead silent. Like you could hear the occasional gasp as little by little, the Avengers started to, to dust out and then end credits happen. And it's silence as everyone walks out. That never happens in a Marvel movie in the theaters. Dead silence, stunned silence. The villain in most superhero films doesn't win. Here, and I recognize this part one. I recognize this part one. But this is where the villain wins. You know, and I'm sure you'll appreciate this. This is kind of like the the end of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part one, where it ends on such a downbeat and you're left like it can't be it right that I can't need be more. it right <laughs> here it, it, and you know you know that's not it right but that moment right as, as people were walking out and they realized like it, it, it's it's it was so good and she as black widow i mean let's be honest there is no one who could have played Natasha Romanoff so well, right? Sure, you could have put anyone in like the, the jumpsuit and whatnot, and you could have gotten anyone athletic, but I think Scarlett Johansson brought the duality of Natasha Romanoff 
Like that, that's an acting skill. That's not just a physical skill. That's not just a looks thing. That's an acting skill. Because Natasha Romanoff is, you know, she plays both sides on so many different occasions that you need someone who's able to be um, good and bad at the same time. And kudos to her and the rest of the Avengers. Now we move on to our watch film. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick a movie that I know actually qualifies for It's Not That Bad. And somewhere down the road, we're going to have to cover it. And it was released around the same time. And I'm talking about Lucy. This is the film where she gets caught up in being an, uh, an unwilling drug mule where like she gets captured and they cut her open and they put the drugs inside her and she's got to cross over to, you know, she's got to take a plane to deliver the drugs. They'll open her up, take the drugs out and stitch her back up. But unfortunately the, the, the drugs, like the baggie that the drugs are in kind of breaks open inside her when, when someone kicks her kind of thing. And the drugs have the ability to enhance her her mind capability to the point of she's able to do things that no human should be able to do because the theory is that we as humans only use like what five percent of our actual brain power and what would happen if we were able to use 80 90 100 percent this drug allows her to be able to do that and to be able to alter reality it's it's a very cool movie and there's lots of cool moments in it yes there are you know also scenes of like weird wildlife stuff going on in the film but it's a very cool action film but what have you got for your watch my watch i'm going down marvel lane um, (laughs) (laughs) and revisiting her character as uh the black widow um but i'm gonna go with age of ultron okay because i think that she was just so absolutely endearing in that role, like in that particular movie, um, there it was playful. It was kind of like that, you know, is there a relationship here between her and Bruce Banner? Like, like what is happening here? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah. So I'm taking it back and I'm going with Age of Ultron, which I think, you know, aside from the Infinity Wars, it was probably easily my favorite of uh, the Avengers movies. If I remember correctly, too, I, I remember reading that, that that part of that movie she filmed while she was pregnant. So, you know, oh, wow. Yeah. So you've got her doing all this in, you know, while, you know, early in pregnancy kind of thing. And yeah, kudos to her. Like, and yeah, all, Age of Ultron, I think it's unfairly maligned. Like, obviously, it doesn't qualify for the podcast because it's a freaking Avengers film. But I think it gets unfairly maligned. And I don't know if that's you know, how they, how they, how they portrayed Ultron, even though I thought it was great. Um, Yes, he looks different than the comic books, which is kind of weird because when the first teaser for Age of Ultron came out and it was just the, the, the Avengers A logo and then it spins around and it turns into a very comic accurate Ultron head. um, It's a very different look than what we got in the actual film. But when you realize that this is also the beginning really of Scarlet Witch and uh, Vision and how much that means now and later in the MCU, like the, the fact that they were able to soft boot those characters and have it work so well, um, you know, say what you will about Joss Whedon, but you know, it's a damn good film. Um, you know, I'd be curious to see how you rank 
the the Black Widow in various Avengers films. I, I know you'd probably put this very, very, very high. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But now we get to the pass, <laughs> and, this, and this is I'm uh, I'm curious. Oh no! I am very curious what your pass is. Okay, well, clearly you had the perfect segue to throw it back to me because my pass is actually the Black Widow movie. Really? Yeah, and uh, you know what? It's not a knock on Scarlett Johansson. It's not at all a knock on Florence Pugh. I really enjoyed getting to know her character better. Mm-hmm. But the movie was just such a slog. It re- I'm sorry. Oh my God, I'm going to break the internet. But I did not enjoy it at all. Like if it's on TV, um. I'm walking out of the room. I I know I have an extra two hours, you know. Um, I I just, oh, I, not that it's not a great storyline. Her backstory was intriguing. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I just, I got really bored of it. I I wasn't interested. I, I don't know what it was. Help me. Because I really, I know that I'm probably like not giving it it's it's due but i i didn't like it i'm sorry i'm sorry i picked an avengers movie for my watch <laughs> but uh this is definitely my pass i'm 
I'm, I'm going to give you a challenge. Actually, not a challenge per se, but I'm going to I'm going to give you a an assignment, if you will. And I think this is going to help you in kind of re rethinking or recontextualizing Black Widow. I think part of the problem. Well, there's a couple of problems with Black Widow, and none of them deal with the movie. Black Widow is one of those films that I think suffered the most from the COVID pandemic, you know, because we were getting trailers um, right up into into March of 2020, and then everything shut down, and then things got pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And by the time they finally turned around and dropped it onto Disney+, Plus, we felt like we had seen pretty much the entire film at that point it'd been we'd been served with like a year and a half of of trailer and there's only so much you can show but but and, you know they keep adding a little bit more like we now we need to get you excited again and now we need to get you excited again i think the only film that's that got out a fate worse than black widow was probably morbius um because there's another film that we were seeing trailers before the pandemic started and then they went back and they reworked a lot and then things happened and there you go, right? Morbius got torn apart. But I think part of the problem too with Black Widow is that it was released after Avengers Endgame. So here's here's my suggestion, if, if I may. Next time you have a day, because you're going to need a day, Okay, I want you to sit down and watch Captain America Civil War. And then right after, I want you to watch Black Widow. Because one leads pretty much directly into the other. And I think being so disconnected, you know, as far as release date from one to the other, I think probably took the momentum out of Black Widow. Because, you know, we, we saw her die in Endgame. And she was supposed to stay dead. And then Black Widow comes out. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Didn't we? We're still trying to process that she dead. You know, she ain't no coming back. They left her on on Vormir. Can I just say, though, that I absolutely loved Florence Pugh's appearance in the Hawkeye TV series. (laughs) Because, oh, my God, it was like, oh, she she wants revenge. She's avenging right? her sister. The the good thing about Hawkeye and you know again speaking of Florence Pugh is you know Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop was great, but there's actually video out there and they put it out in public of Catherine Newton from Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania, who's the new Cassie Lang. She had actually tried out for Kate Bishop and there's there's footage of her screen test with um with Hawkeye himself with Jeremy Renner and I'm like no they got the casting perfect Haley Steinfeld is Kate Bishop and Catherine Newton is Cassie Lang like it's it would have been very different I think Hawkeye if Catherine Newton got to be Kate Bishop but the 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 on-screen camaraderie between Florence Pugh and Haley Steinfeld was hilarious. But I, I think, like I said, Black Widow, I think, is worth rewatching, but you have to rewatch it in chronological order as opposed to release order. And I think that might help you it a little bit. But I do understand that if you're taking a look at her as the Black Widow, that is probably the weakest entry of her as the Black Widow. That that I can see. That I can see. My past film is actually a DVD. That we own. Ooh. So we 
kind of kept it, even though I'm going to pass on it. And that's The Black Dahlia. This was a film that came out, I think, around like the, the late, early 2000s kind of thing, like before 2010s or something like that. I can't remember the exact date. And it looked really cool. Right. It was one of the, obviously the movie bases around the, you know, the Black Dahlia murder and uh, trying to find the killer. And Scarlett Johansson plays a very mysterious character in this, but I don't think it's the strongest role for her. And I, I definitely don't think it's the strongest film because I found it plotting. I found the movie, like, it's one of those films where you watch the trailer and and everything looks really good, right? And you're like, okay, this is cool and mysterious. And keep in mind, too, this is around the time when, like, you know, crime scene t- TV shows are all the rage, right? So CSI is out there and Bones. But this brought it back to, like, you know, the early Hollywood era. So you have that, you know, that Hollywood land type feel to it. Um, but it just didn't it didn't grab me and that's a shame because it had all the pieces there and Scarlett Johansson is good in it but it's not the best film you know and it was hard though like looking at her filmography and trying to you know go through now admittedly I haven't seen every film that she's been in you know I I don't really remember Home Alone 3 that much. Um, I try to kind of wipe it out of my memory. Um, I've never watched movies like Match Point. Uh, so there's, that's the thing. No one, unless you are a massive fan of a specific actor or actress, you're never going to really see everything that they're in. You know, I'm sure there's still Quentin Tarantino films that you haven't actually sat down and watched all the way through and perused. But... This film is not a bright spot on her filmography from from personal standpoint. I just have to say, incorrect. I have watched all the Quentin Tarantino movies, including Inglorious Bastards. Really? And yep. And Curdled. Oh. Mm-hmm. I rest my case. Still in the packaging. I forgot about that one. <laughs> also, Curdled still in the packaging. So all you collectors, be envious now. Just, just. Right. <laughs> Radi- radiate your jealousy towards Carrie, knowing that she has curdled in the package. I think some VHS in the packaging, yeah, like VHS in the package, as I recall. So you know, shrink nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's worth anything? Uh depends. How much do we need to pay off the mortgage? How about my ninety-nine cent um, copy that we found of? Um, Destiny turns on the radio. That was such a good find. Wasn't it? Right? <laughs> like like popping into a video 99 store and there it is in like the 99 cent uh, VHS bin. And she's like, you link. Score. <laughs> <laughs> start the car. Right. That was my start the car moment. Get it and run. Right. Also, we still have all those VHS tapes because we don't throw any movies away. Carrie, thank you so much for this. And listeners, thank you for tuning in and supporting the show. We absolutely appreciate everything that you do and helping us to make more shows and movie talk for you guys. This is Keep Watch Pass. Until next time, she's Carrie. I'm Jay. You guys are absolutely awesome. Take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 